Charge podcast by me, Ed Sugars, live from the Swoon Studio in Chiang Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the. Was <laughs> that was, I knew that was going to fail. I could hear from the like low energy in it. I think we should just leave it like that. <laughs> Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the depth charge. Something or other. Caught me off guard. All right, welcome to depth charge, everybody, and um, it's good to be back. <laughs> As you can hear my voice. <laughs> Well, oh, man. you can hear what you're in store for today. Uh, yeah. A much-needed discussion about this topic, for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But be- before we get into, uh, into the topic, man, the smog is back, brother. It's- it is bad. I've, I've started hugging my uh, air purifier. I carry right. it around with me from room to room. It's, God, like a little, uh, it's like a little security blanket. I know, there. I know. <laughs> I have three in my house. Man, last night was like going all haywire and shit. I was, uh, yeah, I was sat in a room with the, without the, the air purifier, and I started to feel, am I, am I getting sick? I feel like I'm getting a cold. And then, and then I realized, oh shit, it's the pollution. Yeah, so, yeah, so I oh. closed the window, yeah. brought, put the air purifier on in that room, and then in, the, in about ten minutes, the cold was gone. Yeah, it's like that bad. Is, is that is that bad? I know. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm I'm starting to feel it in my sinus. For sure, mm. and I and I never had one. <laughs> I never had a sinus infection and shit like that. Mm. God forbid. Knock on wood. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. Uh, hello, uh, all of you out there. I hope you liked our last podcast. Yeah. We don't hear from you very much. A lot, like occasionally, we I run into uh, people who've listened and. Uh, mm. They always uh, generally say that like, they've enjoyed listening. Uh-huh. Don't know what we have to do to actually get some feedback to our page or anything like that. Maybe it's just, maybe it's, um, hmm. Maybe hmm. we need to get on the Clubhouse app and have people call hmm. in live to the podcast or something. Maybe that's a bad reality check. <laughs> Nobody came. <laughs> Nobody came to the party. <laughs> just kidding. No, well, I can't, you know. Well, can't. I don't know, man. I mean, we... I mean, I'm not really into all those like clubhouse uh, craze and I, shit like that. I was that. joking. I'm not interested at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I'm definitely interested in like live streaming, like our podcast for sure, man. Live streaming the podcast. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, uh, does any who does that? Does anyone do that? Don't think anyone actually does that. Hmm. Those podcasts are like, you know, there's usually like some production ed- editing or stuff. I mean, we don't really edit except to... Yeah, we don't really need to live stream, I guess. I mean... You, you, you just put the sound file like into good shape, but you don't edit anything, right? No, no, no. I don't. No, mm. we don't. Yeah. I mean, because it's like it's a template already. I mean, we've been doing this for a year already, right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I think I kind of got things figured out. Even if we have a guest, I, I have a, I have that template for for it too. You know. Yeah. Thinking about that, we should bring another guest. Yeah. Yeah, we should really think about that for the for the next episode. And you guys should help us think who we should bring. Yeah, well, because when you hear what we're talking about today, you'll realize that we've run out of things just to talk about between the <laughs> two of us. <laughs> we're borrowing quite widely from. <laughs> Uh, what are you uh, talking about? <laughs> We're borrowing everything. I know, I know. 
<laughs> Duncan again. Oh, it's I, know. It's funny. I know. Well, I, like, I like to pluck your balls. <laughs> Painful. <laughs> oh man! But I hope you guys at home are, are doing well, and um, you know we 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 just want to keep this rolling and. Hope we can bring a couple of smiles into your day. So, what's the topic today, brother? Well, uh, you you suggested it, right? Um, it's uh, like yeah. this concept. It's like pretty famous concept. Is it really? Is it? Is it not? Is I don't it, know. I don't know. I've been talking to somebody, and they don't really know what it is. Well, they only like, know it's a software. It's past its peak. <laughs> I think it's past its peak. I mean, so the like the concept is uh, really? Ubuntu. Well, you know, like in terms of global popularity trend whatever you know virality i mean yeah ubuntu i think it hit its peak when you know desmond tutu and nelson uh, was talking about it and nelson mandela was being asked about it when he was still alive mm. this kind of thing but uh, you know well first of all if you haven't heard of it uh, ubuntu is this sort of it's an idea that um is apparently widespread all throughout Southern Africa. That, um, Southern Africa meaning anywhere below the Sahara Desert, you know, in all sorts of different cultures and different languages. Mm. It sort of just uh, means uh, the relationship. Do we have some, you have some definitions there? I mean, I have one that I looked up, you know, from uh, probably Wikipedia that says, you know, the, the most simple one is I am because we are. Mm. Uh, I read a translation of the word that says it just means humanity. Mm. It's, it's it's something to do with the relationship an individual person has with their family, community, society, environment, mm. spiritual world, etc. Um, yeah, man, it's such a powerful word to sum all that up, don't you think? Um, but, yeah, like but the word humanity in itself is is like a it's like a noun. So is this word, and it's just. But does humanity sum up all those things? Because this is more well, like an action, isn't it? Ubuntu is more like a adverb. There's a, there's a bunch of TED Talks I saw, like I just flashed up when I was doing a Google search, you know, talking mm -hmm. about it. And there's a famous story that like people like to quote, which is, I, I, it's a kind of apocryphal at this point. It's basically some a psychologist I th I don't know. I could be like butchering this story, but some kind of psychologist did a test with some kids somewhere in Africa, and uh, to see whether uh, he they put it, uh, put a basket of oranges up, uh, beneath a tree and um, said um, to the kids, you know, like right, stand over here now. I'm going to count to three or something, and then the first one to get to the oranges can have all the oranges. Mm. And like apparently, so the story goes. The kids didn't do that, mm. and when they were asked why, none, none, none of them did that. They all just like held hands and went over there together and ate the oranges together. Hey, you're drooping there. Oh. <laughs> right. Oh, microphone was <laughs> losing its. I know. I'm, I'm trying to adjust. <clears throat> That's a good story. Uh, so, so yeah. Basically, the kids answered, "Well, you know how I'm not going to be happy if I if I have uh, mm. all the oranges and my friends don't have." any you know um so it, like i said it's apocryphal and of and i've i was reading about like really you know w how widespread is this uh idea in different african cultures yeah. um and there's lots of ways to look at it mm. 
uh, I'm sorry, I'm doing a lot of talking. No, no, no. What were you well, explaining? Okay, so there's lots of ways to look at it. One is, which is which is the most interesting to me, is the actual, not just practice, but the actual embeddedness of this. Mm. Uh, internalization of this idea into the cultures, whether it's like vocalized or recognized as as a concept or not, mm. that that interests me. You know, that, um, because we've talked before about how uh, anthropologists or psychologists sort of see differences in people depending on whether they've come from a a rice farming tradition or a right, wheat farming right. tradition, or you know, there there are these sort of modes of cooperation that get built in de- depending on our Hmm. Um, cultural, socio-cultural, evolutionary history—you you, know—and um, what what interests me less, but is also sort of something that um, uh, uh, you know researchers have looked at—is how this is sort of posited as an idea to people as a sort of like moral principle. Hmm. So, uh, so yes, the, there are some critics which say, in actual fact, you know you can find lots of instances where it's just held above peop- people by their parents or whatever, or by their elders as, as a sort of moral principle to, to scold people. No, no, you know, you have to, you have to be, you have to share, you have to um, mm-hmm. think of others, you have to remember your relation to your family and, yeah. uh, and community, etc. Well, that's, that's no different from any other uh, moral or ethical principle that mm. isn't really lived in practice and is more just sort of um, espoused. Right. Right. But I think to me, like for the new generation, I mean, I'm not that new, but, you know, I mean, you were in a time where I think in, in your teenage year, the the rise of uh, Nelson Mandela and Desmond Tutu and, you know, all the, just like the... Uh, the the racism that was going on in in uh, South Africa mm-hmm. was was really on a high. I think it was like in the what, like the late eighty or the beginning of the nineties, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that was probably in your teenage. Yeah, year the right end now. of apart, apartheid yeah. was huge. Yeah, yeah moment. I, think, I was. I would have been. Uh, you know, nineteen or like yeah, uh, I don't late think, teens. Yeah, I don't think I think it is contrast. This idea is contrast to what is going on in the world right now. Mm-hmm. People don't talk about it. That's why there's so many individualism, and that's what we were talking about last week too. That uh, we are in an age now that we are so self-centered, and we mostly thinking about ourselves more than you know you know self-love and all those things but we forget right. like the importance of being uh, a community right right and we need to find a balance i think when it to be honest i just found out, out this word i know the word a long time ago but it's like a software so the millenn- uh, millennials would know ubuntu as a software right like a like you know like a window or linux or Something like that. I guess they chose that word because it's basically it's open source software, so it's a collaborative, right. free, open right. code project. Right, right. right. And uh, I had I had used it before when I was in America mm-hmm. back in uh, two thousand nine. Yeah. Oh, shit, that's a long time. <laughs> yeah, but that's how I, you know. And I thought, oh, Ubuntu. But I just found out about this word uh, a couple of weeks ago through a documentary in uh, the Playbooks in uh, on Netflix. And Doc River, who's a very uh, infamous 
well, well famous uh, basketball coach uh-huh. who uh, uh, took the uh, the Celtic to uh, won the uh, the NBA uh, playoff. Uh, he he really used his word in through the rookies of of his uh, team. He didn't use it on the star that he has it, but he laid a foundation through the the rookies right. with a young age to re- be really serious about taking this word in and thinking uh, as a team, as a community, as a family. So, for example, that what 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 he showed, uh, he said like that was. Um, was a good example is like how one enjoys, but you know not just themselves, but they enjoy with others. And if one suffer, they all suffer. Mm. So right. one of the most extreme case was that uh, uh, Doc uh, Doc Rivers' father passed away, and the captain of the the, the team then felt the same. He felt he felt compassionate. He felt like. You know, he wanted to prove it, like let the whole team felt the same thing and prove it on the court, which they did. Right. So that that has a a, a, a really uh, amazing effect. And the team actually, when when before he used the uh, the Ubuntu uh, philosophy, was really was really doing really bad. You know, and it kind of changed the whole team when when he brought that in through the rookies and you know because like basket basketball is. Like famously, uh, a game of s- stars, individuals, you know, like um, well, they, they, t- they try to be like that, but actually, basketball is such a team effort. You can't win a basketball by yourself. Well, of course, but like it's just um, let's just say the relevance, the relative importance of supposing you were to compare like football. Uh, mm. I'm speaking as an English person. Yeah, football, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I like football too. Uh, but yeah, so supposing you were to compare like the value of uh, Messi, you, may, mm. you know, in many people's view, the, one of the greatest, if not the greatest player ever to live to to Barcelona team, and let's say you know Michael Jordan to the Chicago Bulls, yeah, you know, uh, so, so the greatest, the greatest footballer um, taken out of taken out of that team, uh, one of the greatest teams, you know, mm. that, that that team. It's probably still a really, really strong team, yeah. And maybe this, maybe still the strongest in the league. Who knows? Without without Messi, even though Messi is, a, you know, mm-hmm. like incredible player and uh, helps them be better. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's def- it's definitely uh, different. In if you look, if you were to think about basketball, you would probably say that without Michael Jordan, the Chicago Bulls were not going to mm-hmm. uh, do any of that. Yeah, but it it well. <laughs> But I yes and no, because like, you know, when when Michael Jordan was was coming up, like the uh, the GM and all those, uh, you know, the owners, they they understand like they need players to support Michael because only him they can get through Detroit the uh, pistol. Anyway, yeah. I don't know much about basketball, yeah. so we're, we're getting off topic. But yeah, I, I got you, of course, of course, yeah, 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 of course. But you need, I mean, but you're right too, like. You know, we okay. We talk about football like like Messi right now. He needs his friends and stuff like that right now. But uh, Barcelona is really bad. You yeah, know? I haven't been following. Yeah. I, was just, I was thinking back to the you know. No, but you're like, right. But you're right. Hitting. Like, like the 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 great athletes they glued the whole team together. 
Mm. You know, that's how. That's why you need a good captain in in all those teams. You need you need a leader in in your community to to help glue the uh, the community together. Not everybody needs to be the star on the team, mm. you know, but everybody has a role to play. Um. So one thing that interests me, like about you know, when thinking about some idea like Ubuntu, is it you know it goes back to. Uh, w- the human condition we have to ask ourselves what what is our fundamental gr- uh, ground state it's almost like it's existential you know it's a question of an existential question what um, we're not just like um, it's not just like game theory was, okay so this is what I wanted mm. to get into mm-hmm. you know there's this whole area of research called game theory and a really famous example of this is uh the prisoner's dilemma. Are you, have you heard of this? The prison, the what? The prison. The dilemma. prisoner's dilemma. Huh, no. So it's um, you know come out of this. Uh, I think originally it might have come out of the sort of Ayn Rand school of philosophy, which is this like r- really brutalist r- uh, individualist um, school of thought, and they sort of uh, they sort of set up this game where um, imagine imagine you're two like. Um, bank robbers and the police have caught you and and they basically separate you and they're sort of interrogating you now the police know that mm. they don't have enough evidence to convict you on the major on the major charge of uh, bank robbery or something they can right. only get you on a secondary charge of accessory right um, but they also but but they also can offer a plea bargain to one or the other so they can say to one of the prisoners so both of the prisoners individually uh, if you rat out your buddy mm. we'll uh, we'll let you go and we'll just uh, put him for put him down for the whole crime mm. so they other so they basically so there's uh, these possibilities range from uh, both prisoners rat each other out neither rats either of them out mm. one rats the other out or the other one rats the other out you know you see what i mean so mm. and when you analyze this game mathematically you basically um, it's in game theory you sort of it's been or the original people who designed this game said uh, you should you're going to have to rat out your co your your buddy mm. because um, he can do the same to you and that's if you basic, basically the win-win lo- lo- basically just if you assign points you know if you assign points to these things one zero one or two you, your best bet of doing coming out of this is to to rat out the mm. other person this is like game theory now there are loads of games like this that actually that actually exist in in the world like for example uh, one would be uh, there are tons and tons of examples uh, one example, the scariest one, is the mutually assured destruction hmm? on which the nuclear uh, defense uh, premise is ba- hmm. based. So basically, you know, um, the whole nuclear arsenals of the Russia, uh, Soviet, former Soviet Union... USA, China, India, it's based on this idea that you, you can't use these. You have, you set the systems up 
so that there's a, like an automatic response if someone fires first mm. and the, the system is designed it was designed by was it von Neumann von Neumann worked this out he was like a mathematical genius but basically he, he said you, you basically design these systems so that if the if the other side fires they know that there's going to be def- they'll also have to be mm. destroyed mm. so you can so the, the options are you do nothing or, or you destroy the world mm. so so it's this is game theory right so right. that's pretty extreme but it is that's that's, it? A, that's a really extreme that's the most but extreme it's, example it's, i can think sometimes of sometimes you need that extreme measure to see things <laughs> uh, mm. yeah that's the madness of the balance of uh, it's kind of pretty fucked up there's uh, no ubuntu in there uh, <laughs> <laughs> i am because you are we're dead you're dead <laughs> yes <laughs> mm. oh god well, maybe there is a little bit of Ubuntu in there. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. You're dead. I'm dead. You're dead. We're all dead. <laughs> We're all dead. If I kill you, I kill oh myself. <laughs> Man, that took a really dark turn there. Well, what is, it? What is, that, thing I, what is that thing that I said? I am because uh, we are. Uh, I, I, no, so, that, so that in the mutually assured destruction model, it's I, I live because you live. Yeah. If I kill you, I die. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, in a way, yes. So the reason why I brought up <laughs> these game theories is like, okay, these are that's a, the most extreme example. But there are other examples where, you know, it's uh, we're not just in a pure game theory situation. We're mm. living in a very complex like environment. We have yeah, sort of we are. We, our brains are wired in a certain way. Mm. We have like inbuilt, we we're inwired to to love and protect children and family and friends and and other beings you know right. it's a lot of this is like wired into us and therefore uh you know you could argue that basically something like ubuntu as opposed to sort of like ruthless individualism in its purest form mm. is actually more in line with our mm. um evolutionary makeup you know our yeah. our biological cultural makeup mm-hmm. mm. Yeah, so I had I've I've developed my own game that ah. I want that I want uh, you to play. Okay. Okay. So interesting. Uh, this uh, this uh, I haven't like I was just doing this uh, like sat in a cafe on the way over here earlier. <laughs> so I haven't really finished it. So let's just see. I'm gonna give it a go, right? Ah. You so, gonna patent that? <laughs> so my my game is like my game is because I have to, we have to bring mu- music into this. You okay, know, sure. I think we we should always like try and ground always, ourselves in always, music. Always. So, right. So, imagine that um, you're invited to uh, an audition, right? Okay. The yeah. audition is for the the audition is like for the some amazing band. Okay. Let's say the Brian Blade and the Fellowship or whatever, right? Okay. And uh, you you don't have a solo audition. You're uh, the audi- the audition is as part of a band. So you're like uh, you're gonna play with a four piece band let's say yeah. on a stage yeah. and you know that Brian Blade or whoever like is is watching yeah uh you don't know any of the other musicians right that you're going to be playing with right now of course right right um you, and you don't know their abilities yes before at least before you start to hear them play right right, right. so uh so what do you what do you do when you're playing with this band do you um 
try to sound as good as you possibly could can outplay the other guys on the on the stage uh in some way you know do the craziest solo you can do mm. or do you um you know focus purely on the integrity of the music as a whole you know try and make your bandmates that you don't know um sound as good as possible mm. don't uh, try to play them just you know try and support them etc mm. you know bearing in mind that you don't know what they're gonna their position towards you is going to be either they're mm. in the same like they have the same yeah. so this is like the musician's dilemma my version of the prisoner's <laughs> dilemma I, i'm so okay let's uh i haven't as i said i haven't thought, thought it fully through but like what do you do well it's actually happened before i i uh -huh. actually know how that feels <laughs> yeah you do, okay <laughs> it's already happened to you yeah of course i mean i've been i don't know how many audition i've been in mm -hmm. shit <laughs> but it it I, first of all we got we got to look at like the goal there right we we're hungry yeah now it is a dilemma once you once you think of it because you can be playing for yourself or playing with others mm-hmm But the goal is like, if I were you know Blind Blade, I would be looking for, you know the the uh, intuition and the impromptu, the uh, you know the the calm response, mm. you know the the uh, fuck the and the supportiveness, you know, and and the flair. You gotta have all those things when when you go to audition. Just just like I can be supportive. Yeah. But when it's my time to shine, I shine, mm -hmm. you know, and and that's that, and that's kind of thing that I think most of the uh, uh, musicians are always driving to. But what's the most important is that you got to deliver the music, right? Right. Yeah. So you meaning you got to deliver the song. Yeah. So pretty much they will, uh, you know, probably Brian Bay will probably put like a you know a piece of paper in front and just like okay, play the song. Do the solo, you know, and see like the, the and maybe there's a jam session going on to see like okay, what's going on? Is there a, you know, is there a chemistry there or what? You know, mm. would he be my chemistry or something? There was this like Dean Dreader uh, audition for drummers, you know, yeah. like many years back, and that was fun to watch. They oh, actually, you, you watched it in yeah, some it's video like, or something. Yeah, it's yeah. like a like I think there's at least like four or five episode. Uh huh. Yeah, it, it was an interesting process. Oh, to see. So it's like a reality show. They did it as a reality. Yeah, thing. but it's on them, right? It's just like their their own thing. Nobody sponsored it. Yeah, it's but, just them. Yeah, but that's um, the reason why. Like, I don't uh, think that reality shows fit into this exactly. Is because they add an extra complication. Yeah, right. Right. The, the extra complication is that the cameras are on, so people are basically performing something for the cameras trying to make themselves out to be a good guy or they're st you know in other words but it's, it's not real, but it's not reality uh so they don't meet each other All the right. competitor don't uh didn't meet each other it's just like it's an audition video okay that uh, they can recall right? right okay so the thing is is they're basically just showing audition videos of of the uh the people that want to uh uh audition okay anyway anyway so back to um back to brian blade or uh, yeah. situation Yeah, so my answer would be like I I, I will, you know, both do both. <laughs> uh -huh. I would do both. So you basically, tr 
you know, put the music. But I put the music first. First, I didn't put myself first. That's 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 pretty clear. Mm -hmm. Definitely, because right. you 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 send these things when you when you play, especially jazz. It's so it's so rough. You know, it's so raw. You know, you 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 see the person as it is. So. You gotta, but you gotta have your own voice too. You can't be like coming in and copy like Pat Metheny solo and put it on Blade's uh, music. You know, it's just uh, okay. Right. <laughs> Get Pat. <laughs> there's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason why he he asked you to audition in the first place. You know. Mm. Yeah. But to be honest, I mean, in the state, the uh, the audition uh, competitiveness is. It's so uncanny, man. It's so. I mean, it's not, not. That's not the right. Word. It's so. It's so unique, mm -hmm. right? It's so. It's such a hard, hard thing to do. You know, there's hundred guys lining up on the list. You know, and you go through. Like I remember when they 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 auditioned for like a new guitarist for Foo Fighter or something like that, and hundreds just line up. You know. Mm. And but I think that I think Dave was you know the frontman was was crazy like that, and he jammed with he jammed with every one of them, just to see like the the chemistry that they want you know or even like you know the Sapa <laughs> Sapa drummer audition yeah so funny <laughs> next <laughs> next next <laughs> just like keep going going and like ah you're right. Um, okay, go wait, go wait with the uh, there, and you find out there's other other ten guys waiting right. for the final audition. So, like, okay, yeah, so I'm starting to see now that these examples, like uh, this example, is still like uh, it's still like pretty close to um, to game theory, and and because it's a very limited context, mm. uh, you know, like it's pretty, it's a pretty clean context, really. Uh, You're not, you're not bringing in the whole sort of like moral, ethical, societal stuff because it's just a pure situation. You know, mm. you're auditioning for a band. It's music. It's one domain. Yeah. Um, yeah. I sp but if you ima imagine if you talking about just you know living your life in this world and how how you uh, you know how you sort of like treat people. Step, do you know step up, step over people on your way to success in life? Mm -hmm. This kind of stuff. Now, the reason why, like, that starts to become, in my opinion, uh, takes us away from these pure game theory situations, is because can you ever foresee? You know, like you, we're already having trouble calculating these small theoretical game theory situations um, mm. sometimes we do anyway I mean these are, some of them are pretty simple but you, you know imagine in in society yeah um, you you can you you often don't see you know w w we actually would see this ar around us you know you, you can live a certain way um, but if you treat people a certain way too many times people will remember that true remember you true and uh You know, you might not have seen, but it, the, these these decisions you make, the way you live, may mm. come back to haunt you. It's, you know, etc. So, um, now one there's one like a like a moral ethical aspect of that, which is the you know that you basically 
just should uh, treat your neighbor as your self, right? That's uh, that's this is the well, this is Christ. So yeah, it's one um, of the rules for sure. It's like love, uh, love. Do as your neighbor and as you would have him do unto you, right? Yeah, love your neighbor as you love yourself, or something like that, for sure. Uh, that like that yeah. gets you. That yeah. gets you through a lot of situations because, uh, like we say in life, it's very difficult to you you know to calculate the outcomes of all sorts of uh, the you know different personalities, different mm -hmm. situations, etc. That's a that's a great that's a great mm -hmm. rule of thumb. If we do if we all do that, life's going to be pretty good. And that's very, that's very um, it's not exactly Ubuntu. It's it's like Ubuntu. Well, it it's is. It is based. It's, it's like from the other side, isn't it? For sure. It's like it's like from the other side. It's basically uh, you know you want to be done well too. Therefore you know and therefore you should do the same because he also uh, your brother your sister also wants yeah. to, to be yeah. treated treated well. Whereas Ubuntu is coming a bit like from the other s other side of it, which is that mm. uh, that I um hmm. what is which is the other side of it, which is like. Uh, if I'm, you know, when my community, when my brothers are yeah, happy, yeah, right. I'm automatically happy, right. you know. Right. It's right. kind of from a different angle, even yeah, though it, it like in, it, even yeah. though it ends up in the same kind of practice. It's more. I think it's more like outward than inwards. I think, right? I think it's from the outside in, mm -hmm. like we that we want the 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 community to be happy. If the community is happy, I'm happy. Mm -hmm. You know, more than I'm happy. Then the community will be happy, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> mm. Isn't it weird? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But it's like I, I, I don't think we we're thinking about that that much anymore. To be honest, about being a community, being. I think it's just hard to think that way at the moment. Right, right. Because we, you know, like especially if you live in. Uh, I mean, I don't know how it is for people who live in small communities, in rural areas, on mountains, etc. But mm. you know, when you live in a city, yeah, it's hard to have sense of community, right? Right? Isn't it weird? I mean, we're a being that is that it so much needed of community, even though we try to have like this fucking philosophy of like being by ourselves and be strong and. All those things, but shit, man. Then you gotta be a hermit or something like that. And a lot of people have hermit syndromes, you know, that you know they stick, <laughs> they stay in their room and they don't want to meet people and they don't, you know, don't want to have a community and stuff like that. But you gotta, it's it, it is kind of interesting. Like if you go outside, you go to the mountains, you go to a, a, even the suburbs, you know, in Chiang Mai or wherever in Thailand, and you go to a village. They're very, very communal, you know. Very, uh, they they're very supportive of each other. I can see that from from my neighbors, uh, through my dad. But my dad is such an extrovert that he can, you know, make friends with a whole fucking. Village, oh, is your dad you know? like a real extrovert? Yeah, mm -hmm. he well, yeah he already yeah, right. he just moved back <laughs> last uh, mid mid year last year, and he's now he's just like you know he can be the next. Uh, if, he, if he wants <laughs> you know why have I never met your dad well, what's your dad up to oh, he was in Bangkok all oh, right yeah he was yeah he was doing administration in uh, Bangkok Christian College right 
Yeah, I mean, my, my, my family are all in education, yeah. except me. Well, you've been a teacher as well, though, right? You've said on this yeah. podcast a little bit. I'm not good at it. Well, you said you were. Hang on a sec. That's a change. <laughs> thought you said you were a good teacher. I try to be. I try to be. I, I'm, I have my humility side. <laughs> I could be better. <laughs> mm. you yeah, there you go. You, you didn't hear it from me. You heard it from <laughs> <laughs> No, but the Ubuntu things, I think for a teacher, it's important too, you know, <clears throat> mm. because you want all your students to succeed. Mm. And I think in a way, even though I didn't know the words then, I, I know like, you know, it's not just about you being able to play. It's about helping your friend being able hey, to play. Well, now that you mention it, uh, some of the time, you know, like our friend Kevin, mm. some of the times when I've seen him most happy is when right. he's like come along and say, oh man, the middle school band yeah, or the, yeah, right, right. Uh, are like they sound so good, you know, they yeah. play fantastic, you know. Kevin is a great teacher, man. No doubt. I mean, he he really give him his all. He loves his work, mm. you know, and that's that's a beautiful thing and very uh, very inspirational for 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 people to to see you know i think for me for me to see anyway to to give back to the community and i always like i always think like people that are are associated with kevin in in his band or something like that they should they shouldn't take it for granted and they they should really you know take charge and try to grasp whatever he can give you, you know? and i and i always approach that with 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 any bands i'm in too you know Mm-hmm. I have to be able to learn from all of them, even though they're younger than me or they, you know, in the eyes of like other people, it seems like they 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 lack other skills than me, you know. But I feel like if they are playing with me, there's something I'm learning from them for sure, mm. you know. Right, right. Um, uh. I came across like well, I don't know if we're moving on from Ubuntu. Do you have anything else to say about that? I I, hmm. I have something else to throw into this mix. Yeah, why not? Which is um, throw it in. I was listening to um, as first writer <laughs> Vicky Robin, and she's she's sort of uh, Vicky Robin. Well, she's I mean I hadn't heard of her, but she was famous in the environmental movement back in the day. She wrote a very influential book. I've forgotten what the name of her, her book is, and. Um, Basically, she was saying, you know, when she uh, like came up with this work, that she was so, like, so sure that it it would change the world because she felt like, she, you know, what I mean, mm. in a, in the sense that she felt like, oh, this is the answer. This is how humanity needs to live. And so she she basically like gave ten years of her life to uh, trying to put her ideas into the world. Mm. And then, of course, you know, the world's hard to change. We 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 it's not just because just because. Uh, you'll see where I'm going with this later. Just mm. just because um, we find something that we feel is the truth, that just doesn't mean that it's in- automatically going to transform the world. Of course, like my dick is big, and it's not going to, you know, change people's minds. <laughs> what does that have to do? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> just throw it, throw it in. You know, you can't change a world with one big dick. <laughs> um. Maybe there's a superhero character that could. I don't know. I think there was one. Like there probably was one actually, wasn't there? I read about him somewhere. There's like a 
It wasn't. I don't know if it was Marvel or DC. <laughs> some, some, something else. Maybe. No, but it's like, it's so funny, man. I mean, yeah, but I, I can understand from, from what you're saying for sure. <clears throat> well, um, anyway, so what I was going to say was <laughs> uh, she like put this, she put something that I'd never heard put so succinct, succinctly about um, the, the stories competing for for dominance, for for um, effect in the world, and think like I, so. I'm going to tell you what they are from yeah, her point yeah, of view. I'm, I'm curious. So, like, and this is basically looking at human history on the long scale. So, mm. she said that the you know there are these four stories competing for ascendancy in the world, and all of them are, are at odds with each other. So, one is, and this is one of the oldest ones, mm. uh, that life is about transcendence. And the earth is a veil of tears. And the point is to escape from this materiality. So this is like the, you huh. know, Buddhism, Chris, Christianity, all, all the major world religions, they all have, uh, you know, this kind of, this is inbuilt in those traditions that mm. it's the afterlife, it's the, it's the nirvana, it's the escape from the cycle of rebirth. It's the, that's the... Um, that's her theory. No, this is, this is not her theory. Obviously, this is like, right, this is... What was his, her theory? Well, hang on a sec. Oh, okay, okay. This, this is what I'm just. She's saying that there's four oh, stories this, oh, this competing oh, okay. for for dominance in the right, world, right. or for compete uh, that have played like huge parts right, in right, human right, history right, right, right. and still play a huge part in human history. You right, know, because right. there are many people living to today that are following this path. This right, number one, right. this number one path, this right, path of right. transcendence. Right? right. Still, we right. still have monks and ascetics yeah, right, and, right. Uh, you know okay I get it people meditating etc mm -hmm. there's another there's another story which is much newer which is the story of um, uh, AI and the singularity right and that sort of and there are a lot of adherence you know especially in places like Silicon Valley uh, more and more adherence to this story I meet people all the time mm. and they're just like oh, of course you know of course it's coming they're just taking it for granted that basically mm. that uh, biological Mm. Carbon life is uh, is going to be replaced by silicon-based life, and that's we're just like a step mm. on the path, mm -hmm. and we're and the, the singularity is coming, and uh, that goodbye us, you know, goodbye. <laughs> that, goodbye no, that, yeah. This is like it might not be as widely held in the world, but some of the most powerful people in the world, these mm. tech, you know, these tech companies, and and the people sort of like pushing. Uh, you know the the edge of computing and mm. uh, AI. You know they they believe this. Many yeah. of them do. So that's True. one. <clears throat> um, <sighs> okay. Then there's the story which is like this much is the third one. The third one is like the story of um, progress, which is basically it's kind of a Renaissance story. Mm. You know, it's the story of uh, the West, more or less, the pro progress, material. Um, you know. Uh, technology science mm -hmm. that it's bettering our lives and blah 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 and you know that uh, if, if we if we just sort of like keep pushing this way mm. then life will get better and better we can explore the stars and and yeah. uh, you know it, it seems like there are two steps forward one step back or whatever but uh, that's the kind of one story and then fourth which is more or less her story mm. is the environmentalist story really mm. which is that um, hey Actually, we were already born in the garden, mm -hmm. heaven on earth. You know, we, we, we're living in this like beautiful planet that nature has perfected over, 
you know, mm-hmm. millions and millions of years of evolution. Um, and uh, the only problem is that stories one to three are um, destroying the garden story. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. what do you think about that? Yeah, I think about... It's true. We, it's true. It's true, but that's... So, you're saying that her fourth story is, <coughs> is her... Well, uh, that's kind of... Yeah, that's where she is, somewhere in that like, fourth story. That... Um, that's, bas- it's true, man. I mean, I, I do agree, but I don't know if actually it's the one, two, three that really destroyed the fort. Could be that the progressing, the third is the progress, right? Right. That's what the people in the that's what the people telling the progress story would say. That uh, okay, yeah, they can see that like a lot of um, you know the industrial revolution, capitalism has has done a lot of damage to the world. But we'll get it right. We'll fix it. You know, we'll uh, you know companies can be good as well as bad. Um, you know, and mm-hmm. just wait, just wait. Science will. Get better, and we'll, f- you know, the new science will fix the problems that the old science has created. You know, do mm. you believe it? Mm. A lot of people, some people do, some people don't. Yeah, man, that's that's really hard. I, you're right. I mean, it's we don't really know the answer to that yet. We, but we 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 do know that the scientists and a lot of people are trying to find the answer that will help our society or help the investor to to progress for sure human beings are being a progress and we don't really know if that's a positive thing or negative things you know um but does it does what we 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 do see is like they they do affect affects a lot of things in in the world for sure especially the pollution mm. you know through the uh, through the industrial things, and we we have to find like a, a cleaner, greener energy for sure if we want to still live in this planet. You know. Well, I th- I think a lot of the people telling the progress story, you know, like story three, recognize that you know that I mean that's why they're sending up rockets to Mars or whatever. I mean, apart from the fact that they're worried about humanity getting wiped out if a meteor hits or something or asteroid hits, but like there's also if if you know if we continue to live with capitalism capitalism requires as, as requires growth and the growth that it's been requiring mm. is destroying the natural world uh just totally destroying the natural world and and doesn't give a shit about but you know uh doesn't give much of a shit about inequality mm. and you know abuses and mm, yeah mm. And, you know like the extractiveness of it is it doesn't it's not prepared to um, respect nature and the, the balance of ecosystems etc it just mm. wants more and more and more yeah uh, man the power of need <laughs> um, mm. yeah it's it's unsettling to be honest mm. when you think about it it's it's the truth though it's in I think Al Gore did this, you know, fund this uh, documentary a long time ago. You know, the uh, an inconvenient truth, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's what it's mostly about. 
Right. Yeah. It's, it's. But I don't know. I don't know what to say to that, man. I mean, <laughs> because we we living in a in a time where, like like we say most of the time, we are so thinking about ourselves. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like we don't. I mean, even like going to Mars and shit like that. Try to like expand to other world. It's just like. I mean, that's the problem here. We don't maintain shit. We destroy things, and we go to another planet to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, of course, I'm not against it. I mean, we we do have to travel. We have to like. I do agree with Elon Musk that okay, if we have the resources and we have things that we can do. I don't know if we have the resources, but if they can do it, they would. They would do it. It's part of our nature to expand. It's it's the nature of human being. Be it you know, if you're a musician, you expand you know beyond the sound barrier. If you're a scientist, you try to break through something that hasn't been uh, broken before. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I don't know if uh, people just think it's sort of like an old, old idea. But I was, I thought that the, you know, former king of Thailand's idea about the sufficiency I know, in, I, w- was a great idea it is i still live by that you know to be honest i think like that you know and and i've and there are other thinkers who like uh, samuel butler and others who've thought that you know if if, if you're not going to if you're going to live with uh, capitalism then you need to introduce this concept of sufficiency right. Other, right. into it Right. And make it a strong component of it. Otherwise, right. otherwise, it will just be too rapacious and tear right. and tear everything up for profit. You know, sure. for growth. Because we are, we have too much greed. Mm. Human has too much greed. Right. You know. Well, we have too much greed, but it's, it's also been built into the the system. I mean, the, like, you know, like corporations, they're they're required. You know, by their structure, by yeah. their system, like by their founding principles to yeah, grow yeah. to get more profit there's not there's nothing built in that says uh okay you know we've uh, created we've sort of you know let's say we built the internet or we've uh, built uh, vehicles transport for everybody uh, that's okay now everybody can get around well or everybody can communicate well mm. no there's just never there's no principle of job done or sufficiency or y- you know balance built in at mm. all uh, maybe it's hard. Maybe it's imp- maybe it's I'm very sure. hard to. I'm not sure. Maybe before, yes, but in a new model of new business, you know, I think they they think a lot more about social enterprise, about sufficiency, sustainability. You know, these things are the new models of the the 21st century. You know, they they have to be because we are running out of resource, and it needs to be you know managed. But the, um. But a lot of these companies that say they're in favor of mm. sustainability, etc., they still are avoiding their taxes. They're still avoiding regulation. They're still, yeah. you know, they're not willing to be yeah. governed. Uh, by the game, right? The game is like if you can avoid taxes, you do it because it saves, you know, uh, money. Right. No, right. But then um, if you're using your power and let's face it you know you, if you have all this money you have power to influence politicians if you're using that to you know I mean yeah, to, to influence laws that are supposed to govern you know the rules of your operations that's that's abuse 
even sure. even even no matter how sustainable you say you want to be yeah that's uh you know there's abuse of the system of course we are living in the age where people use propagandas and goodwill mm. to fuck you in the ass <laughs> <laughs> and as you can see where the place we are we are getting fucked in the ass every fucking day and now we're getting fucked in the nose <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about aliens Oh God! <laughs> I think Alien probably knows more about Ubuntu than us. Well, I was wondering, like you know, people getting like more must and more. Must he he doesn't neglect it, but he never like see any evidence that there's a you know oh, right. other you know. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm more thinking like from the pers- perspective of people being so interested in it. I, I wonder, like you. You know, like what? What is the problem? Like I'm looking at the world right now and thinking to myself. I, I've been, th- you know, like I mentioned this before in in a podcast. It seems like we're lacking the the wisdom to know how to proceed. But then when I look, hmm. like if you, if when I look back at the, you know, human history, there've been there's a lot of wisdom in it. The, you know, there's the Buddha, there's, there, there's yes. you know, great philosophers, thinkers, leaders. Yes. There's enough wisdom there. Yes. It's just that we don't, uh, f- we don't enact it or we don't follow it. We're corrupted, but like you said, by propaganda or whatever. People mm. say, oh, no, uh, oh, yeah, of course, uh, of course, treat your neighbor as you would treat yourself, except if he's not from your country, except if he's an immigrant or except <laughs> if he's a, you know, poor person from some other place yeah, you know except 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 you know so the mm. the we've been turned against manipulated against the wisdom that should already be our own you know cultural heritage and 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 what is what is stopping us well what's stopping us is we can't see ourselves as as one you know we're 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 Thai or we're English or we're this or we're that or uh, you know we're poor or we're rich. We we can't join. So like in mm. in my mind, people being so like incredibly interested in aliens, I think it's a subconscious acknowledgement of the fact that we need to see ourselves as one. And if if we mm. if like there's a bunch of aliens from another planet, star system, yeah. uh, suddenly like arrive on our doorstep. It would like throw into, it would just like immediately throw all of humanity into into one, into one yeah. in a, in a very clear in a, sense, in a yeah. very clear way. Well, you know, the author um, I forgot his name suddenly, uh, who wrote Watchmen, created uh, Doctor Manhattan. You know, oh, I don't know who that is. Yeah. I've heard of those. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, basically, <coughs> you know, Doc. It's a, like anti-hero kind of uh, uh, comic, right? Mm. At the end, so Doctor Doctor Manhattan, which is a godlike, I'm not sure it's man-made or not. Maybe, but it's godlike. At the mm. end, he turns he turns into a villain, mm-hmm. so that the whole world will united fo- against him. United against him. Mm. So that was the plan, right? You know, but then. Rosha, who's the an, another anti-heroes in there, uh, wrote that he fu- he found the uh, he wrote it in his diary that this was a plot, and once that plot is sent out, it's like everybody's been tricked that you know to mm-hmm. unite. Mm-hmm. So it's actually 
then they were going back to chaos again. Oh, right. Yeah. So there's a lot of interesting things in there. So maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But it's so funny that. So we got if, if we found another extra. Uh, what is that word? Extra extraterrestrial. Yeah, extraterrestrial. If ET turns up, yeah. If ET turns up, we're gonna be an asshole to them. Well, <laughs> it's just like, it's like, what the hell, man? I mean, you see, like we have to unite all fours against something we don't understand and we hate them already. In like, when you look at uh, human history, that's basically, you know, what happens. You have like warring Greek states fighting amongst each other until someone like uh, yeah, Alexander true, true. comes along and like true. decides to take everybody fighting against other true. people it happened like through so many empires the true. Mo- Mongols Mongolians Genghis Khan united all these warring tribes you know that's that true maybe that's uh, our nature man that's that's our nature that's why Dodo extinct we unite against <laughs> something right it seems like <laughs> that's the way it's that's been have I ever talked about Dodo birds here I don't think so do you know what a Dodo bird is yeah I don't think the kids today know what a Dodo bird is Really? Yeah. I don't think people are talking about dodo bird enough. Uh, yeah, because there's like angry birds and other stuff, other birds to <laughs> think about. Yeah. Probably angry birds gone out the window as well. Now. Don't you think that dodo is so, so unique? They're so friendly. That's why they got killed. Well, we're doing the, uh, the expansion peer era. Mm. The con, uh, when, you know, when you're kind. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, <exactly. laughs> you know, so when the Portuguese, Spanish, yeah, like you just like to take over everything. Yeah. Oh my God. Yep. I think that's still in rooted in 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 our human being. I think. Oh man, it's it's way deep. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's way deep. Take, isn't it? Taking forever to get rid of. It's still like really on the surface of some Are people. Are we really getting rid of it? No, well, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I mean, so. Yeah, exactly. Right. I think we have to just turn, like you said, we have to channel that that inner being, that core of wanting to conquer, into conquering ourselves and mm. loving ourselves. And then we spread it into a community. We channel something that is negative into a positive. Because mm-hmm. we all have bad energies in our thoughts. Mm-hmm. It's the action that separates us from good person and bad person. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's, that's really important that we, we need to be self-aware to what is a greater cause. Of course, we don't have like, you and me, we're not going to be the one who like fucking building a fucking rocket ship. Mm-hmm. But maybe we'll, I don't know, maybe <laughs> I'll create some music that fucking Musk can listen to and change his life that doesn't like, you know, go and fuck the humanity up. He's married a musician, hasn't he? Or is, is he married? Like his girlfriend is a musician. She's a Canadian pop star or something, I think. Okay. I think so. If you call that music, <laughs> hey. just kidding. Hey. I'm just being. Uh, didn't we already? Little. Didn't we already talk about you liking John Denver? <laughs> Why not? I love John Denver. <laughs> right, man. I wish I can be, you know, one quarter of John Denver. <laughs> Why not? And the other night, when I was doing my my solo set, there was a customer outside saying. Oh, 
I'm glad you play some John Denver stuff. I said, okay. <laughs> so like, okay. For me personally, I, I take that as a compliment. Yeah. Because I didn't play any John Denver song at all, but it sounds like John didn't, you know, then my way to, you know, making a career is on path, <laughs> on route. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, how can you... Sometimes when, when we talk about these things and we dis discuss about these things, how can we ever really think about more than what we can do to make ends meet? There's so many people mm. almost like scavenging right now. Wow, yeah. Let's, let's put it in that, that right. scenario, scavenging. Mm. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. It's... It's abysmal, man. I mean, it's so bad that sometimes we talk about expanding to another world mm. seems ridiculous mm. to me. That we don't have like the resources to to make every country in the world have a sustainable living, and then we want to leave these people behind and go fuck another planet. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it just doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem right to me at all. Mm -hmm. You know, look, okay, if we are so afraid, you know, of like the extinction of humans, which we do deserve it. Mm -hmm. If we, we're talking about karma, yeah, right. we do deserve it. Yeah. If a fucking meteor hit the world now, what can stop them? Mm -hmm. Nothing. Right. You know, only God grace can stop that shit. It was that mean our time is up, you know? But we can't be worrying that the fucking world is gonna you know, get hit by a meteor or like the fucking uh, magnet in our world would turn upside down and then we all fucked, you know? Mm. Mm. Or the soul affair just suddenly got so extreme and burned all the shit up, you know? There's so many ways we could die, man. Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. right? So the thing is, we we try to you know go about each day, and there's this like fucking one point one percent that can like have so much money in the world and just go and fucking create a fucking rocket and go fuck on another planet, you know. Well, good for you, <laughs> you know. And we idolize these people, you know. Mm. And they just need to. There's always a clause. I mean, with these people, there's always a clause that a cash, you know. Well, that's just like a... But, you know, going to the moon or whatever, that's basically just a continue... That was stuff started in the Cold War. And that's mm. because, the, you know, that's because, you know, whereas former empires, like we were just talking about, the Mongols or Greeks or whatever, would sort of unite to go and face a foe. Yeah. You know, you can't, you can't have that if you're America or the Soviet Union because there's no one left to mm. conquer almost, if you see what I mean. I know. You'd, so I they're having a cold war against each other and the only way to fight it was to outdo each other in, in art or getting to the moon, getting right. to space. So they're kind of like, it's like a, or in sports, in the Olympics, which, and that's why there was all like, you know, the doping in athletics and whatever yeah. because people will do anything to, 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 win. to win, right? You know, I've been watching that uh, Age of Samurai uh, documentary on Netflix and I think it's really interesting man from the start of a you know 
before Japan was united into one country, and it, it gets it to a, a part. So there was this one, one, one part. It's in history when Hideyoshi, who is the uh, uh, the very powerful daimyo that really kind of unites the Japan into one, but he's not shogun yet. But he's a, a, a like the sole daimyo that other daimyos would mm. uh, would would um, agree to support him. So that's how he unified Japan. And then, you know, he couldn't like. He did, he knows like they were born into the age of war, and if you put like all these people who are only known to battle and don't have anything to do, they would eventually fight each other. So what he did was he's gonna conquer China. Mm. Yeah, right. <laughs> Same story we're telling you again. Yeah, <laughs> and that was the worst mistake ever. Of course he. He he wanted to uh, conquer China. You had to pass Korea. Now he wanted a passage to pass Korea, but of course Korea is not going to let him pass to China mm-hmm. because they they have agreement with each other as well. So he fucking fucked Korea right to the border, you know. Then you know because it's a different terrain and stuff like that. China sent a reinforcement to help the Korean and push right back to the course uh, near Busan. So that's the, and that keeps on going. And the thing is, the generals sending uh, information back to Japan, you know, to Hideyoshi, but they all lie to him and make him think like he's won, he's, he's winning the war. Well. Mm-hmm. It's just fucked up, man. Mm-hmm. But it, that's the thing. I think we're at the point now. The answer is how can we unify as one? Right, because I don't think we can. Um, now that we discuss these things, we have this country, you have that, that country, we have UN as a glued. I don't know what the fucking UN is doing right now because they don't seem to be doing anything in uh, in Myanmar right now. You know what though? Like I, I think yeah, I yeah, it's uh, I have no idea. You know exactly, really. But there's the some. But there's some. Are we gonna ha- eventually have like a one government, uh, world, one world like order and shit like that? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Is it a good thing? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's a good thing? Well, would we would we would it become like what is a one world order like fucking? Caucasian running the whole world. I don't think you so. Know, just like in my naivety and ignorance, that I would imagine that it's what would what makes sense to me would be, um, uh, you know, a, a democracy at every single level. So, so you know, you have like, yeah, you you have. So it looks something like what we have in many, many countries. You know, you have like local elections. Tambon, if it's Thailand, you know, you have like. Can it be? Well, well, and, and and it goes all the way up to the top, and and the representation runs up through the top. Except that there's more sort of like autonomy. So everything, so more and more is like, you know, something more like that anarcho-syndicalist model that Noam Chomsky and others have proposed. You know, it's it's basically you have like as much as much autonomy as makes sense for a small local community. So everything in that local community that they do there is organized by them, you know, on a political level. And then the biggest stuff where it involves, you know, the regu- for example, the regulation of international travel. And, you know, you need, uh, 
you need you need an aviation authority to to make sure that an a plane doesn't take off from one place on the planet mm. and crash into another place because they don't have any regulations over there mm. you know mm. uh, about how you know cutting corners or whatever yeah. so you, you know you you have to have at every step a sort of a authority uh, which is which can which is able to govern things mm. on the scale needed whether it's so that I mean that's idealistic but I yeah, uh, yeah I, I do think it can you we also we do need ultimately to be able to come to cooperate on every scale from the local to, to the global yeah yeah it, do, it doesn't it just mean seems and like what an be, idea it's more like an idea well, than, it seems like than, a, than, than what is being well, practiced okay now. I give, well okay but I give you so like for all its faults the European Union is still amazing and the reason it's amazing is it's if, if people's memories weren't so fucking short people would realize <laughs> right you know that there's a right. incredible speech I would like recommend everybody to go and see it on YouTube there's like uh, there's a speech by this politician from Eastern Europe somewhere mm. uh, in the European Parliament and he just goes into you know the hundreds of years of history of European war like, like hundreds of wars and and you know m endless millions of lives ridiculous yeah. suffering all for just like nationalism and you know yeah. power and competition yeah. and little, yeah. you know feudalism basically and then now you have this uh, system which is basically at least stopped war in Europe now the problem with Europe is that you can't separate it from the colonial history of that you know continent so a lot of the wealth and privilege that Europe has it is based on its colonial exploitation of the rest of the world but still as a political project there's a lot to admire in in that project and you can see why for example right now you have something like the Brexit situation in the UK where you have Scotland heavily in favor of being in the European Union right, right. but not in the Union of the United Kingdom right now think about that why well Historically, yeah. the Scots had no choice to be in the United Kingdom. It was uh, done against uh, the people's will, at the very least. Mm. Where even the kings might have made a deal at some point, but it was mainly war, you know, domination. Yeah. So now you have a situation where, in actual fact, the Scots would quite like to be a, a voluntary member of the European Union yeah. and not a member of a union that they were forced into. Mm. That makes that makes perfect sense to me. the The arguments against you know bureaucracy well they get stirred up mainly by you know ethno nationalists so it's a false you know they they they're accusing um the the people who hmm. you know the, the the people who created fascism in this world are worried all of a sudden about the power of others over them hmm. it's it's just hypocrisy yeah. for for me it's like just blatant hypocrisy you know, idiocy in, in any case so, of, of course, the European Union needs to be uh, improved, but basically, it's a good idea, mm. and it would be a good idea if uh, this if uh, that could be, you know, there could be other regional sort of like mm. organizations. I know ASEAN has a sort of a long term yeah. sort of aspiration to be something like that. Sure, you know, so why not have regions un unite? I mean, it has to be like not. It has to not be the the. Um, power of big you know mm. nations ruling it lauding it over smaller ones you know it had, cannot it cannot be based upon military might etc it has to be sort of fair cooperation that yeah. but i've seen nothing wrong with that 
people think like military minds are are what a dinosaur things or what um, I don't know Mili- outdated military might military yeah, powerful yeah, military yeah, obsolete. Kind of- but I, I'm I'm starting to worry, actually, that that eventually it might lead to something like right now. I think fascism, you know, the right, right? It, I'm saying it right. Fascism. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, I think it's stronger than ever. Um. It has it has revealed the true self, you know. People that are in parliaments, people that are in, you know, are running the show in 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 some of the biggest country in the world, are are right wings people. Yeah. People. And don't you think that will eventually add up, and it will stir things up in Asia? It, it like it's yeah, no, it's it's kind of scary, but at the same time, there's also a hollowness to it because the the nobody really believes in, uh, you know. Uh, fascism usually in the past at least has always been built on ideas like oh this nation our culture our race is superior and therefore that gives us the right to to dominate to you know Mm. um, uh, these kind of arguments I mean you know that's not you think that would be outdated don't you don't you I mean I thought that would be an outdated thing but as you can see mm-hmm. in the new era, right, it's stronger than ever, you know, mm. and it's kind of scary because at one point, you know, like you know, a lot of Asians are, are being uh, discriminated in Europe, in the Western world, you know, we are. It's I think it might stir things up here, especially with China trying to be like, you know, the new world dominant power, you know. Mm. And eventually, America is not going to let that happen. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah. So, so much for Ubuntu. So much for Ubuntu. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know how we... I think you're right. I think the only reason we are living in a harmony now, because everybody... Every, well, we're, uh, not living G- in, we're not exactly living in harmony. Well, we, true. But well, yeah, true. Like the G7 or G20 has nuclear weapon. Mm-hmm. So it maybe plays into the uh, you know <laughs> game theory. Well, uh, there's also like now there's the potential and possibly ongoing already like psychological war because because of like social media, it, that basically gives the power hmm. of states and state-backed organizations to try and psychologically manipulate people all over the planet and sort right. of and sort of sort of foment the breakdown of society. By manipulating people's thoughts and beliefs, whether yeah. it's conspiracies or whatever it is, I mean, li- literally, there's like, you know, that that could destroy us. Maybe where uh, nuclear mm. weapons have failed to destroy us, who knows? Mm. Oh man, that's that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need to leave, leave with a with a <laughs> with a more positive note. <laughs> Ubuntu sounded positive when we started out. This is like the more we go, it gets more dark and dark. There gotta be a silver lining through all of this, you know. When we weather the storm, weather the storm, we always there's always gotta be a, a way out, you know. Well, for me, like, uh, I think 
the silver lining is that wh- whereas you know it a lot of the psychological understanding of man um anthropological understanding used to be based on the idea you know which capitalism loved and is founded on you know competition survival of the fittest this kind of stuff you know there's a lot of research now that shows an actual fact you know we have inbuilt altruism il- inbuilt instincts mm. for uh, uh cooperation um and i think that it's not very th- there's lots of programs around the world you know going into s- schools and teaching um children basic s- understanding of psychology things and uh, including things like meditation using things like meditation you know basically you could use some of these just very simple super simple techniques with young children just to ask just to ask them to be compassionate towards others and to think about yeah. it's like it would i think like it sounds like nothing at all and you don't have to have any doesn't have to be anything political in it or anything that could remotely be looked at as brainwashing you just have to ask a child mm. hey can you imagine how someone on the other side of the planet might be feeling right now can you imagine how a a 3 year old or 5 year old on the other side of the planet do you think they might be feeling hungry like you do they do you think they might be like feeling you know, bored of the class like you or whatever you know, you know just th- like this really really simple try and extend your uh you know your empathy yeah. sympathy right. out to people man if if you could like have generations of people growing up with an underst- this kind of like thoughts in their head as opposed to you know hey they're coming to get us the soviets are coming to get us so, you know the soviet yeah, you know? soviet teach their children to be blah 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 you know all of yeah. all of this sort of like yeah like north korea teaching like about <laughs> You know, you know the enemy, other the enemy, the evil empire, all this shit. You know that basically, yeah. you try and taint. You know when George Bush th- did that, or the evil empire. Well, you have you have a lot of people that didn't discriminate between leaders, and they just imagine, oh yeah, right, everybody in Iraq, everybody in Iran, they're all bad people. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But yeah. that's what we've been taught to sort of like think like and feel like. You know, actually, I must say, like the new kids, like maybe twenty years ago. Actually, I was still a kid then. We, they, the things they were changing. You know, these things were changing. We we were connecting with with, you know, uh, like play. You know, is that like exchange, exchange yeah. uh, programs and all these things. Hmm. And and I think we're lacking that now in 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 Thai Thai society a little bit. Uh, of from what I know of, you know, maybe because of COVID and stuff like that. But I think before. We would have exchange program. We would have like, uh, you know, uh, a video conference before Zoom or everything, you know, happened. We have like a video conference that we can talk to another person from another country mm. through English, and we we ask about like their cultural stuff and all these things. And at one point, I feel like we were be- about to become one, and then suddenly Facebook happened. <laughs> mm, that's an interesting point. Yeah, Shit. and that just—that was weird. Cut everybody off into these like bubbles and whatever. That was weird. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened. I at first I felt like, wow, okay, and I'm 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 in this in this exchange program, and Facebook just happened, mm. right? And we're just going before we only have like 
a direct contact, meaning like MSN Messenger, we have emails. So right. we would contact the like, uh, directory, and we don't have like stories. We don't have new feeds, and right. you know what you know about my life is personal, is privacy, right? Facebook's like the advertising version of communication. Everything that you put up there is like an advert. Right. It's almost like you know, there's like sponsored posts on Facebook, but really everything is kind of like a sponsored right. post. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's like an advertisement. Yeah, man. It's just. It's mm. just. It's just weird, and you know what it caused. For my guess is, it caused jealousy. It caused mm-hmm. negative thoughts. It caused like, you know, demeaning to yourself, self-deprecation, wanting more greed, seeing other people, uh, anger. Man, I I I don't really see the love. To be honest, that's why I don't really go on Facebook as much anymore. Mm. I don't see. The spreading of the love as much as you know, spreading out the hate. Well, Everybody's complaining. Well, because they've worked out. It's not that people want spread, but they've done the te- they've done testing. Uh, the guy, what was his name? Alex, the guy who produced that film, The Social Dilemma, was it? Mm-hmm. I mean, he. You know, they 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 have tests. It's pe- love will also spread on Facebook, but yeah. hate spreads ten times faster. Right. That's just the problem. That's yeah. It's just like fast. People it's are ah, f- yeah, fuck yeah. them too. Yeah. Blah, blah, fuck yeah. that. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 I rarely really do that anymore. At, before I was an angry man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I toned down a bit. Yeah. <laughs> and you know these these things just just like you know you you you, you just gotta put a little break on it. Mm. You know, you still have that a little bit. I don't have to. To be, to be honest, I have every right to go on fucking Facebook and every, say fuck you, everybody. Right. You know, <laughs> fuck your thoughts. Just fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. Uh-huh. You know, it's just like motherfucker. Like I can be doing all these things on Facebook, but there's some consciousness left in me to be like, I don't. I, I'm being considerate. Mm-hmm. I don't want to shit on your fucking window screen. I could, maybe I will start <laughs> to do it soon, you know. But it just doesn't. It just doesn't make sense. And and then suddenly we have people hating each other in our own community. Isn't it weird? Like before, people would like, you know, ask about how their day was. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like, you know, oh, I I saw you were doing this. You were doing uh, that. Yeah. Hey, that's a good point. Like that, they're like we've gotten done away with the requirement to find out what people are up to. Right. They don't like if it, it, they don't really ask you how your day was. Mm. I was like, hey, like hello, I saw you doing this. They just want and acknowledge like what they're reading on fucking social media is true or not, you know. Mm. Which, but for me, they really want to know what I do because I don't really post anything anymore, right? So, but a lot of people that, you know, post a lot of things, but they want to be asked like that, mm. to be like, to, so that people, so they, they confirm what they did. I, I was, I've forgotten who it was, but I was listening to a psychologist the other day, yeah, and they were recommending, um, they were talking about like, you know, lockdowns and how people should connect. And they were saying, yeah, man, you should uh, forget messaging. You should get on video calls or phone calls, that, yeah, yeah, right, you know, right, 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 with right. people face to face. I mean, in actual fact, maybe there's a difference between certain kinds of people. I, I don't like face-to-face. I prefer phone call. The voice, 
Maybe it's because we're musicians. I have no idea, but I just know that like I feel yeah. very close to someone when I just hear the voice. And for me, the video kind of gets in the way yeah. somehow. But uh, maybe uh, well, maybe depends. some people are different. It's yeah, I think end. it depends. If some people are different. Beautiful girls. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 no, but mostly I don't want guys watching me naked. I mean, it's just not ethical. <laughs> hey, did you, did you ever... Um, I was going to bring that up, but I forgot. I don't remember where it was supposed to fit in the run of things. But um, did, you, did you ever have like that desire to take all your clothes off in, in public? Or, no. No? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, not all my clothes off. Well, okay. This is a weird thing. Like this, so Many people have experienced it. Like, uh, there are a lot, lot of... People who've, um, like, I, we mentioned this before. There was a comedian, Billy Connolly, and he went to the North Pole. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were, he was filming for a BBC documentary or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he took all his clothes off and ran around it. Yeah. Uh, and there's a, like, there's something, it's, um, I, I've experienced it in my life a couple of times, and it's nothing to do with sex. It's like a very non-sexual thing. It's something to do with, like, when you're like very, when you're feeling like very open and you want to, you kind of like, <laughs> there's some kind of feeling that you want to be, communicate, hey, this, this is who I am. Yeah. No more masks, no more hiding, no yeah, more, I, I you know what I mean? I understand. It's so, and it somehow like visually connects with the idea of being naked because, yeah, because no, yeah, everything we wear is a mask. It's yeah. a statement. Oh, yeah. you know, yeah, I yeah. wear a tie, I yeah, wear yeah. this, I wear sure, that, you know, sure, I'm like this sure. kind of a civilized being or whatever, sure, sure. you know? Yeah. Well, and there's law too, and and that's kind of you know that's all tied up with this idea of you know being a fucking Thai person or a French person or an English person. Yeah. It's all like masks and layers of stuff yeah. in front of between us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hmm. it's hard. It's it's, it's hard to exp- <laughs> to what to. <laughs> To to share the nudist theory <laughs> around is it, what is, is is that connected to the what nudists get of course, up to? Nudists think like that for sure. I, I mean, they want to be open. It's so open. It's so true. Yeah, Look, maybe it I, is. Maybe it is. Huh? I agree. You know, I'm I'm not a nudist, but <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's it is freeing. You know, I mean. The reason I don't take my my clothes off in front of people <laughs> because I'm very considerate. I'm a considerate guy, you know. I don't want the other guy to be jealous of me. Uh. <laughs> you see, you you want that Ubuntu, you know. I don't want him to be sad because if he's sad, I'm sad, and when I'm sad, my drink sh- and my dick shrink. So it's not a good thing. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> in a way it's, a, it's a Ubuntu I want to but I think so I mean pe- pe- people should should have that freedom you know that's why sometimes we we go crazy and people just like just like you know riff everything off and <laughs> yeah I mean maybe it's like just there's a lot sometimes have you been part of a nudist uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't think I could the rainbow people no. <laughs> Have you ever been to like a hippie uh, gathering where they just take all the clothes I off? Think wha- I think what I've totally like, forgotten, but I think once when I was about 13 or 14, I like wandered through a nudist beach accidentally. I didn't know, you know like it was in Spain somewhere. And sure. I was kind of like walking with someone. I don't yeah. know if it was my brother or... And then I suddenly realized, hey, there's no, there's no clothes. 
<laughs> Nobody's got any clothes on, yeah. You know, actually in Japan, they actually are really open and free. Well, I okay, so hang on a sec. <clears throat> I've been to onsen in yeah. Japan, and uh, I was wandering around naked, obviously. I mean, yeah. Yes. For you, it must, must be a little bit more more uneasy because, you know, you're white and they probably look at you. I didn't, I don't know, yeah. I didn't notice. Yeah, I remember. It was, it was, it was weird. But I didn't look. You didn't look? Yeah, I, and I don't want them to look at me. I think they tried to shake out my asshole when I was bending. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was just crazy. The reason being, because I shaved my, my, my personal area, I think that kind of like, Really caught them off guard. You shave your personal area. <laughs> oh. Wow, that's going on the record. <laughs> <coughs> It's just like, hey, I like it clean. Is that an advertisement? <laughs> Doesn't it get prickly? Do you, how, how often do you have to do it? I think once a week. Shit. It's COVID. I haven't met anybody, so... You're, you're getting stubbly? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but it doesn't itch. I don't understand why other people itch. I take care of my, my skin. I don't oh. get itchy down there. Huh. <laughs> you got to powder it. Powder it? Yeah. That's what she told me. <laughs> Some girl doesn't like it. Well, leave leave us your thought on that, girls. <laughs> you like guys to powder it or not? Yay or nay? <laughs> Ubuntu. <laughs> I am because you are. <laughs> hey, but some people just love natural stuff. Hey, why not? Yeah. You know. I never thought about doing that. It's okay. It's not. Although A did, uh, A, A did get me to shave my chest once. Okay. <laughs> How did that go for you? Yeah, it became itchy after a few days. I, I think so. Like you got to... No, after... That's the thing. When you shave, you need to put, like, you know, aftershave. Uh-huh. That's really important. It's really important. I put aftershave. Mm. That's why it doesn't irritate. I think a lot of girls, they don't put a lot of uh, aftershave. That's why they get itchy. Okay. <laughs> uh, no. If you're going to shave, you know, with razor or fucking whatever that, that, that the shaver thing, I don't know. Put aftershave. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, were you about done then? Maybe that's <laughs> shit. I don't, I don't know if that's um, okay, I don't know, ending, I that, ending was, that is, but there we go. I thought that was the start of a new topic. <laughs> shave. shave. To shave or not to shave. Ubuntu. Is it, <laughs> is it considerate or is it inconsiderate? Sometimes it gets stubbly. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean... I think these things, you know, you just gotta talk with your 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 partner and see like if, if they like it or not. You know, hey, this is part of the of the the, the podcast. It's love making. Yeah, well, we haven't talked about food that much, to be honest. No, I uh, think. Oh well, uh, you're making popcorn now, right? 
getting pretty good at it. Oh, thank you. You know, that's kind of like my social experiment, to be honest. Mm. Making, you know, you know, every Monday I'm I'm making new food. Mm-hmm. Like this month, upcoming Monday, I'm gonna make chicken and rice. Oh yeah! Wow, common guy. Yeah, common yeah, guy. So it's kind of like a social experiment yeah. to see. Like they requested it. I didn't. I wasn't thinking about doing it at all, right? Mm. But people had my chicken and rice, and now I, I think at least twelve person uh, have you know make a reservation for, for I'm it. looking forward to that yeah. maybe there'll be none left maybe it's all already ordered I don't know I, I try to make it enough shit yeah so a lot of a lot of grocery shopping tomorrow or to today first and then tomorrow too mm-hmm. because you, you don't want to buy the chicken today and cook it tomorrow you gotta buy it tomorrow for sure but I think Food is still something that is so, so on the spot, right? Mm. It's happiness right on the spot. Mm-hmm. It can be, it's so tangible, you know, so concrete. And you see, like, they like it or not. Are they happy or are they sad? Mm. Yeah. And it's something that a lot of people would, would pay more money for, the music for sure. See, that's... That's going to go out the window if we all become silicon life forms. We're just going to like plug some socket into the wall and get some juice. Get some. That doesn't sound very fun at all. Of course not. Because they're going to go with, with you know, lovemaking. We're probably not going to be fucking anymore. We're probably going to. Sounds like a really bad idea, this singularity to me. I think so too. I never, I never pro it. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. Everybody's fucking a fucking rubber. Just to be like, save sex. Yes, rubber. Yay. And you put that thing to vibrate. <laughs> you know? It's just like, what the fuck? Where's the, where's the connection? There's no connection. You know, our skin are very sensitive. Mm-hmm. It's sensory shit. And we, we really absorb and like a Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Right? If somebody touched your shoulder, you know. Mm-hmm. Right? So... Where I'm going with this? Yeah, it's not Where? singularity shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, yeah, no, never mind. I mean, yeah. Some people, some people have imagined that, uh, you know, uh, it, it, in post-singularity, you could kind of have like, I don't know, AIs living in worlds of maximum pleasure. Hmm. Uh, AI living in a world of maximum pleasure. Yeah, they're living off in some other like, 20 dimensional reality God where damn. you know they're eating they're they're eating fantastic virtual food 20 dimensional virtual food and listening to music that we can't even imagine and blah blah mm. I, I, like it's, it's impossible for us to imagine I think I'm just imagining what I'm gonna get tonight <laughs> food food, food. Uh-huh. yeah I see okay <laughs> Well, you never know. Yeah, well, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to know, actually. <laughs> like to so know. I can plan it right. Uh-huh. Shave that shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Get rid of this double. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we need more laughter in the world. Hmm. For sure. So what should we be looking forward to next week? Next week. Well, let's, should we try and find a guest? We should try and find, let's, let's yeah, try and let's find a guest. It. Let's do yeah. it. All right. Let's do it. And we want to hear from you who you think is 
a good guest and who what do you want us to talk about or what should we improve mm-hmm. you know what's you know ticker <laughs> triggers your con- what curiousness mm-hmm. curiosity <laughs> <laughs> and when you talk about tickle shit this is you you can't really think of other things yeah <laughs> you want to talk about more food or should we get Midnight Johnson to come back I think it just totally depends on the guest we have to see yeah alright we'll we'll do some research and you know yep let's see how it goes all but right. thanks Paul for being here and you know we can Ubuntu our ass out here yeah alright Ubuntu everybody <laughs> yeah Hey, just like, you know, leave it that note. Just at least just do us a favor and, and go check that shit out and see what you can contribute to your community. Thank you so much. And until next time, guys. <laughs> <laughs>